And now, time for seafood news. Welcome to the Seafood News Podcast. This episode of the Seafood News Podcast is brought to you by the fourth annual Association of Genuine Alaska Pollock Producers Wild Alaska Pollock Meeting, taking place at the Western Seattle in Seattle, Washington on October 17th, 2022. The Association of Genuine Alaska Pollock Producers, also known as GAP, is working to promote wild Alaska pollock in major whitefish markets around the world, with a focus on Europe, North America, and Japan. Their goal is to educate both seafood buyers and consumers about the superior benefits of wild Alaska pollock. The theme of this year's wild Alaska pollock meeting is strategically building awareness and demand for the perfect protein and will bring together representatives from all segments of the wild Alaska pollock industry, marketing experts, and visionary speakers designed to challenge the status quo and inspire collaboration for tackling future industry challenges. Topics will include economic updates, consumer research and trends, the results from the new Gap Always On Wild Alaska Pollock Awareness and Demand Campaign, and much more. Seafood News and Underberry are proud to sponsor this event, and Gap would also like to thank Global Seas for their title-level sponsorship. To register for the meeting, please visit alaskapollock.org. Don't miss out. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Underberry Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. Before we jump into our top story, I just want to note that GAP is still seeking cutting-edge proposals for their next round of partnership program funding, but time is ticking on this opportunity. Proposals could be for filet, surimi, roe, fish meal, or oil. While the proposals can come from any segment, GAP has a particular interest this year. While the proposals can come from any segment, GAP has a particular interest this year in programs that highlight individually quick-frozen filets, surimi seafood products, Row or fish oil at retail. And the sky is really the limit when it comes to wild Alaska pollock being used as an ingredient. Proposals could be for snacks, pastas, or even pet foods. And just to give examples of some previous partnerships that were Who's awarded be funding. Pet foods? Uh, I will volunteer my dog. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> I, thought you were I will gonna, volunteer my I will volunteer. So, I can volunteer my kids. My, my youngest right now just keeps going for the dog's food. She hasn't gotten it yet, but... <laughs> she might be interested. <laughs> and we know that it's a good protein. It surely is. So. <laughs> but uh, just to give examples of some previous partnerships that awarded funding, last year, TransOcean and Okuhara Foods were among the Surimi-focused proposals awarded funds. TransOcean's funding went towards a campaign for influencers and digital content to raise consumer consciousness of the endless possibilities around their crab classic Surimi seafood brand. Okuhara Foods' funding went towards the relaunch of their fish cake brand, uh, Gorton Seafood, Highlander Foods, Alaska Naturals, and Pure Catch Nutritional Supplements were also awarded funding last year to launch new brands. And Neptune Snacks, which we featured on one of our Watch Us Eat videos, the delicious Wild Alaska Pollock Jerky. Sure we were. Um, they were also awarded funding for the second year in a row to focus on the expansion of their popular Wild Alaska Pollock Jerky line. We should have done a drinking game with how much times we have said Wild Alaska Pollock. <laughs> We wouldn't be able to do the rest of this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm into it. <laughs> so as GAP CEO Craig Morris said, if you've got the next big thing in Pollock, make sure you apply for the partnership program. I'm going to start thinking of some ideas. I'm going to learn this. Uh, this is, well, we should finish this, but I want to talk about pumpkin spice. I want pumpkin spice Pollock. <laughs> I will take pumpkin spice anything. I want, if you have a pumpkin spice seafood product, I want you to send it to us because I want to do a pumpkin spice watch us eat episode. <laughs> I think it would be good. Would I've be had good. I've had the everything bagel crusted seafood items. I don't remember what kind of white fish it was, but it we was delicious. Put, oh, I was gonna say we could put uh, like locks on it, but we could put 
We could do smoked like Pollock fillets on it. Smoked Pollock fillets with like, yeah, with like a pumpkin spice cream cheese. Would you do that? Sure. Why not? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> So Gap is seeking seeking proposals, <laughs> anyway. and then we're seeking we're Sorry, seeking Craig. some pumpkin spice. We're seeking pumpkin spice <laughs> seafood proposals. So back to back to Gap real quick though. Finish okay, finish back your lines. All proposals must be must be submitted to Gap by August twelfth. It time is ticking, so get those ideas started. Those proposals will be reviewed by the appropriate Gap committee and the board of directors. Final funding announcements will be made in mid September. Find more information by visiting alaskapollock.org. And our pumpkin spice uh, proposals. Pollock wins. No, no, no. Like but, if somebody else steals our idea. Oh, well, they would have had to have had it already in the works, you would think. I don't know. You got a few things. Well, anyway, the, the pumpkin spice seafood proposals for us have to be submitted by right. September right, 15th. <laughs> So anyway, I, I really can't wait for the fun, final fun I know, announcements. It's a very exciting time. Yeah, it's, and I also I like to see what new products come out. So very cool. Um, now move. On, let's move along. All right. Now now on to our top story. Oh wow, <laughs> we're we're how many minutes into this? Problem? Yes. So let's kick things off by talking about what's going on with salmon in Alaska. As of August first, uh, as of August first, twenty twenty two. A total of 116.49 million salmon have been landed, about 70% of the preseason forecast of 160.6 million. That total is comprised of 206,000 Chinook, 7.5 million chum, and 420,000 coho. Even as catches pick up to a seasonal peak three weeks from now, it's unlikely they will reach the preseason forecast of 2.8 million coho. To date, 36.5 million pink salmon have been landed, just over half of the predicted 67.2 million pinks. Of that total, 24.7 were landed in Prince William Sound, 3 million in Kodiak, and 2.5 million in the Aleutian Peninsula to date. Sockeye landings are now at 71.84 million statewide, close to the preseason forecast of 74 million. Hope you're taking notes because there's a quiz at the end of this. That's a lot of numbers. A lot of numbers. <laughs> but a Bristol Bay's total catch as of July 31st was 59.6 million sockeye within striking distance of the predicted 60 million before the season began. But escapement has exceeded nearly all goals in the bay, and the total run this year was 78.4 million, more than 3 million above ADF and G's forecast. Fishing has ended for the most part in Bristol Bay, but continues throughout the state. And in other Alaska news, the 2022 Norton Sound Red King Crab Fishery recently wrapped up, concluding the first harvest for the summer fishery since 2019. The season opened on June 15th and ended on July 24th, with 26 permit holders participating. Alaska's Department of Fish and Game reported that the open access fishery harvest was 291,553 pounds, with an additional 25,620 pounds harvested in the CDQ fishery. As for the ex-vessel value, ADF&G says that adjusting for inflation, only the late 1979s and early 1980s had a higher ex-vessel value during the big boat fishing years when the commercial fishery started in Norton Sound. A record $12 per pound was paid for crab this summer. Couple that with the best harvest since 2017, and the fishery brought in a record ex-vessel value of $3.7 million. Finger snaps. The Norton Sound Economic Development Corporation resumed purchasing Red King Crab this summer after taking a couple years off. The summer and winter commercial fisheries for Norton Sound Red King Crab has closed in 2020 after a poor commercial season in 2019. 
Then in 2021, despite the regulatory reopening of the fishery, the NSEDC decided not to purchase crab due to concerns that a commercial harvest would hinder the recovery of the population. Good to see that things are on the up and up. Something. Yep. Now, moving along, some exciting news from the Kingfish Company. The Kingfish Company and its Kingfish Zealand facility, located in the Netherlands, became the first in Europe to complete the pilot of Global Seafood Alliance's Raised Without Antibiotic Standard. Kingfish produces yellowtail kingfish and was the first in the world to have its recirculating aquaculture system earn Best Aquaculture Practices certification in 2018. GSA's new uh, Raised Without Antibiotic Standard was released last year as part of the BAP Vanguard program, which provides assurances that program participants have produced farm seafood without the use of any antibiotics, whether approved for use by regulatory bodies and or allowed for the species being farmed. To land the standard, producers have to prove that they have uh, proper procedures in place to prove that antibiotics were not used at any point of the life cycle. Now for some serious. Robert Keenan, the secretary treasurer for FFAW Unifor, has resigned from his position. But it's actually for a great reason. Um, He wants to spend more time with his family, which I think we can all get on board with. Yes, we can. Um, We have his full resignation letter posted on Seafood News, and we're going to read a piece of it now. But I honestly think everyone should read the whole thing, because if you have a family, it really makes you think about what's important in life. Yes, it puts things into a little more perspective. Yeah. So this is part of Keenan's letter. He said, over the past few years, I've spoken to many people close to retirement who have told me that their biggest regret is that they put work first when their children were young. My children are four and six years old, and I do not want to have that regret. After all, in 40 years time, no one will remember a crab price that I negotiated or that I was even secretary treasurer. But My children will certainly remember if I was at best part-time dad for the first 10 to 15 years of their life. I'm not crying. You're crying. No, but I am writing my resignation right now. (laughs) No, I'm not not saying like we should all be inspired to resign from our positions. Jimmy, hello. (laughs) But I think it's just a good reminder to use your time outside of work or outside of the office wisely. You know, use that vacation time. A lot of uh, topic here is that like people, you know, leave days behind. You know, you don't you just you you forget to use them. And then at the end of the year, you lose them. So don't, you know, use that vacation time. Don't let it go to waste. You know, don't overthink that project over the week. And, you know, brace the time you have with your loved ones. So thank you, Robert Keenan, for that reminder. Yes, thank you. Enjoy that time with those little ones. Let's get out of here. <laughs> so FFAW Unifor's Elections Committee announced a nomination period for the secretary treasurer position and is urging members who are in good standing to nominate a candidate for the position. The nomination period will run from August 16th to August 26th. And these applicants do have their work cut out for them because Keenan's resignation comes amidst a time of change for FFAW. An independent review of the collective bargaining model is underway after FFAW made an urgent request for Bernard Davis, the Minister of Environment and Climate Change and Minister Responsible for Labor, to address the systemic corporate control that harvesters are facing. Davis appointed David Conway, the former chair of the Labor Relations Board, to undertake the review and meet with relative stakeholders and other interested parties. And while the review is underway, the Association for Seafood Producers recently came forward to sue the price-setting panel and FFAW over the panel's April 24th decision on the price for the shrimp fishery in Newfoundland and Labrador. Never-ending drama there. But as the managing editor of a new site, I love it. (laughs) So thank Thank you, guys. (laughs) So finally, let's end with some happy news. The Seafood Nutrition Partnership announced its Class of 2022 honorees, a trio of individuals who have taken strides to support SMP's mission. Among honorees is CEO of Trident Seafoods, Joe Bundren, Dr. Joseph R. Hibbelm, 
renowned omega-3 scientist and researcher, and Kelly Armetta, executive chef at the Hyatt Regency Boston. The trio will be honored at the Seafood Nutrition Partnership Honors Gala on September 21st. Dr. Hebellen will be awarded the inaugural SNP Seafood Science Excellence for Human Health Award. This honor a leader, this honors a leader in seafood science in the area of human health and nutrition who has demonstrated extraordinary impact and approach to improving public health through seafood nutrition. The award comes from Hebellen's work at the helm of the systemic review on the relationships between seafood consumption during pregnancy and childhood and neurocognitive development. Bundrant will take home the SP Seafood Industry Visionary Award, which heads to an industry leader who has displayed notable support for the SP's mission. Finally, Armeta earned the SP Seafood Nutrition Champion Award, which goes to a leader in the food, health, nutrition, and communication space that has been exceptional at translating seafood nutrition science that motivates consumer behavior change to increase seafood consumption. Armeta worked on SP's Eating Heart Healthy program, which included cooking videos and recipes following the theme of fish. Fast, inexpensive, sustainable, healthy. Ultimately, uh, created a series of recipes that average ten dollars to feed a family of four, which is really impressive. That's so, nice. yeah. So, congratulations to all, and that does it for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next week. And don't forget about those pumpkin spice pitches. We're, <laughs> we're ready and willing to don't eat. steal them. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>